the Dungeons and Daughters, where I, the daughter, get to play Dungeons and Dragons with my mom. Last time on Dungeons and Daughters. Man, this road trip through rural Ferenia has been super nice. The weather is great, Tiffany has been easy to manage, and the Magic Twins even said more than two words to each other. Not that it went well. Kara blew up, figuratively, and Aralon stormed off and blew up a tree, literally. Sid followed Explosion Boy and learned Aralon's side of the story of Tyran's death. Their conversation was interrupted by a disturbance at a nearby crater that held an interstellar locked box mystery for Sid. And now, Chapter 10. Kara. When last we left our hero, Sid, you had discovered the wreckage of an old spaceship yep. that had been stripped um, and a couple of dead soldiers who had <laughs> also been stripped, <laughs> also been stripped um, and were concealing your the mm, it's yours now, the black box from the ship. Right. Um, but I can't activate it or anything. Um, it has a few wires sticking out of it, but there's no way for you to interface with it. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to take it with me. All right, all yours. Um, after that, the, after this little discovery, you took a swig from Aralon's little stash of starlight, and you guys stumbled giggling back towards the campfire. <laughs> Always a good time. Um, starlight. You guys get back to the campfire and are, like, already into dinner. When the starlight starts kind of uh, fading out of your system, doesn't take all that long. Um, maybe, like, 20 minutes later. Um, and by the time you kind of, like, realize that there is more to the world than you and the plate of food in front of you, <laughs> Kara and Tiffany have come back from their bath and are also eating dinner around the campfire with you guys. Um, Kara is studiously ignoring her brother. Use your words. Both of you. You're worse than the guys on Supernatural, you know? Do you say that out loud? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was Steph commentary. (laughs) Okay. Um, do, Do you say anything at all to either of them? Do you tell Kara about what you found? Oh, well, yeah. In the course of making conversation mm-hmm. at the campfire, I tell her what we found and uh, how exciting it was to me and weird. Okay. <laughs> it also was to me. And um, just just in, in, in the interest of keeping her informed of, of what's going on. Right. Is Tiffany within earshot or... Do you wait until after she's gone off or gone to bed or no, what have you? I, I let her hear. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, Kara seems interested uh, uh, in this, and it seems like she would ask more if perhaps her brother were not around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the rest of the evening goes fairly routinely. Just the magic twins just slide back into this travel routine like it's like it's a habit for them like they've done this before that evening after tiffany has settled to bed um you begin to hear um light thunder in the distance like a storm might be brewing somewhere 
Um, but no rain or anything comes towards you during the evening. Um, but Kara gets up. Are you, do you, are you still taking watch for the most part? Yeah, I mean, it's just a matter of course, you know, we maybe we were in a routine of a Rhoda, you know, whose turn yeah. it is, and we just kind of rotate. Okay. So. Kara disappears into Aaron the woods. Incorporated is a clinical stage biopharmaceutical company. The company is focused on... Alexa, Alexa stop! How did that get activated? <laughs> I have no earthly idea. Um... And, of course, that would be the first time we both do the thing on the microphone. <laughs> do we leave that in? Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a me decision later. <laughs> but anyway, she um, Kara gets up in the middle of the night and disappears into the woods while Tiffany is sleeping. Uh, Erland is also just conked and snoring like a crazy. Ugh. <laughs> Um, Tiffany is curled up on the ground. Um, cow is nowhere to be seen. She's off hunting. Perhaps. Nothing really of note happens that night. Is there anything you particularly would like to do while you have time to yourself? Uh, uh well, I'm just running through my usual processes. Mm. I'm powered down for the most part, but I'm doing my system checks since okay. I don't really sleep but you know it's it's not my turn at watch so I'm not really aware of the area around me okay did you send a message to Pax oh, oh. <laughs> you're very leading <laughs> I mean it you know yeah the, this, this might be something he might want to know about. yeah uh, did not occur to me as as the person who has to inhabit him yeah um yes so i shall send a message to mr pax and, and pr presumably wait, here's a question do you send it before or after the starlight wears off uh, how immediately do you need to send a message to your to your programmer um you know i should have sent it immediately <laughs> But I forgot. <laughs> and it wasn't until the middle of the night when I was powering down that I went, oh. <laughs> Word, that, that's so relatable of Sid. We've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. Oops, sorry. Guess, well, he doesn't need to know that I was <laughs> half drunk off Starlight. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> he probably won't look into it. Mm. So what does that message say? It's just says just the like the gist it just tells him um that i found a spaceship from our our earth and it surprised me and it had looked like it had been there for a long time and it was stripped but i did find the black box but i have no way of listening to it right now because we're far from my ship okay make an arcana check for me uh because this message needs to get through to your ship Eleven. All right. So okay, um, it takes a couple of seconds, and you're like, like, okay, come on, come on, and then it goes through. <laughs> Stupid Wi-Fi. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Lag. <laughs> what are you gonna do? 
And uh, with an 11, you're you're pretty sure the whole message got through. Okay. Here's hoping. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what? My glasses are kind of tight with the headphones on, and I went to move them, and I just poked myself in the <laughs> eye. <laughs> Good job, Mama. It hurt. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I okay? I okay. <laughs> Alrighty. It's watering now. <laughs> the next day when you wake up, the sky is, that you can see through the trees is clear. Um, and the routine of travel picks right back up where you guys left off. Um, Aralond flits off into the trees and disappears until mealtimes. Tiffany chatters to you, to Kara, to Cow, to... The horse, too, really. Anything that will listen. The trees. So cow has shown back up. Yes, cow has shown back up. Um, And for the most part during the day is happy to laze about either somewhere on the cart or draped across the back of the horse. Lazy cow. Mm, Very lazy cow. Towards the evening of that day of travel, um, that thundery rumble picks back up again. And when it does, Kara disappears into the trees again. Um, and Cow starts to seem a little more restless. Mm-hmm. Aralond wanders back through the trees as it's, you know, getting on towards evening. And his stomach is like, it's dinner time. And he's like, mm-hmm. where's my sister? She disappeared in the woods. Do you want me to go find her? And he goes, eh. She'll probably come back. It's fine. <laughs> I hope she does. And Tiffany pipes up and says, Auntie Cara's looking for some flowers. That's all. She'll be back in a minute. And almost on cue, Kara comes stomping back out of the trees and it just looks so grumpy. And uh, where are you? Are you in the cart? Are you walking alongside? What you doing? I'm just walking alongside. Okay. She dumps an empty basket into the back of the cart and falls in step alongside you and huffs very loudly. Problem? I can't figure out why I can't find these flowers. What flowers? There, she reaches into a little pouch at her waist and she pulls out this little bloom of like five petaled flower that is light lavender color um, and looks a little like floppity um, even though it has been dried Um, and then it's attached to a stem and then the leaves around it are dark green in the middle and have a white edge around it and she says these flowers make a really good medicine for winter colds if you dry them and grind them up and mix them with milk and honey tiffany gets really bad colds in the winter and these flowers bloom during thunderstorms oh i see and they're only good when you pick them when they are blooming but i can't like I hear thunder, don't you? Mm-hmm. So where, where these flowers should be everywhere around here? Would they not be 
closer to where it's thundering, or is it thundering around us? It's just general rumbling of thunder. You, From what you can tell directly above you through the trees in the woods, it doesn't look that. Yeah. Like maybe a little cloudy sometimes, but... Maybe we're not close enough to the, the storm that's happening, or does it need to rain? Does it need to be in the rain? And she goes, I... I don't think it has to be raining, per se. It just, like, it reacts to the sound. Mm. What an odd flower. I can keep an eye out. What? I can go forage. I can go further than you while you're cooking dinner. And she, when she said, when you say while you're cooking dinner, she, her eyes narrow. And she looks over at her brother, who is slumped into the front seat of the cart and is chattering with Tiffany back and forth. And she says, you know what? Come with me. I'll show you what to look for. Hey, Erland. And he looks down at her and says, yep. Can you watch the girl for a minute? We're going to go look for these flowers. And And he doesn't even like say anything to her he just flashes her a little salute and turns back to his conversation with the 11 year old girl (laughs) okay Kara takes the basket back up and leads you uh, away from the road and into the woods and she starts pointing out the bushes that these little flowers grow on and you can see that they're like here and there around throughout mm-hmm. the forest mm-hmm. um usually next to um a, like a tall tree of some kind that it can kind of climb but when you go up to these bushes you see the little flower buds but none of them are open okay this episode of d and daughters is brought to you by Anne marie Anne Marie is a beloved patron who upped their patreon pledge and has become our first cool grandparent Ugh, I can't wait for the holidays at your house this year. They're the best. Thank you so, so much for supporting this podcast with your actual dollars. We're a small, independent show, and every single dollar is going toward improving this podcast. Right now, we're saving for soundproofing microphone booths, because our studio is in the corner of Mom's bedroom, and I can really only record housekeeping stuff with a blanket over my head for so long. We are a fully independent podcast, and Mom and I are really doing all of this on our own. The playing, the recording, editing, writing, design, socials, at and Daughters Pod most places, including our new Instagram. Everything. And we're learning all of it as we go. At the end of our day, our patrons let us know that we really do have listeners who believe in our little show. And that's what keeps us going. If you haven't joined our Patreon family yet, now is a great time to consider pledging as little as $1 a month for access to bonus audio, behind the DM screen notes, and... I don't know, the chance to be a guest player in Ferenia. The sky's the limit, really. Check us out today at patreon.com slash dungeonsanddaughters. Heads up, fam, a little bit of news. We are coming up on the end of the first season of Dungeons & Daughters. We're sort of reaching a natural resting point between adventures for Sid, and we're going to pause episode releases for just a little bit and give us the chance to sink our teeth into the next arc and let the episode spend a little more time in pre-production. 
we want to make the best show we can for you. So we're just going to take a little time to do that, and I'll let you guys know when we get a little closer to that time, okay? Cool. Love you. And now, back to the show. Um, can I have you get make a perception check? Ooh, 19. Okay. Okay. With a 19, I have to open up my notes. Um, once you get an idea of what you're looking for in the woods, you kind of just get your bearings around. You don't see any movement in the woods that doesn't track with like the natural patterns of like a breeze blowing through or leaves falling to the ground or what have you. You just like make a quick little blip of a check-in. You still have a bead on the sword and it's still within your field, um, not currently moving. With a 19, I think you maybe climb a tree and poke your head up and look out over the sea of the woods where you are. Um, like Bilbo. Like Bilbo, poking his head out. Um, there, there. Unfortunately, there is not like a beautiful scatter of butterflies <laughs> as you poke oh, your head out. That would be pretty though. Mm. Maybe there is. I don't know. I don't know what butterflies live in these woods yet. <laughs> but you poke your head up out of the trees and you see off in the distance, you see a little kind of haze um, off in the way that the uh, road travels. In the sky, you don't see much in the way of anything looking like a storm. You do still hear that rumble, though. And as you kind of get you like get the idea in your head that well if this isn't coming from the sky where is it coming from mm -hmm. you start to notice that it has a little bit of a wave to it a little bit louder now a little bit softer a little bit louder and it has a definite rhythm to it and then i think again with that 19 you Get a load of, the, like, the lay of the land around you. Because, I mean, it's a tall vantage point. You might as well. Um, and you see a break in the trees um, a little further off into the woods, away from the road. Um, and the sound of rushing water mm. over there. Hmm. So I climb down. Mm -hmm. And let Kara know that it's not thunder. I don't think it's thunder. Okay. It's some kind of rhythmic n noise. Like, it mimics thunder. It sounds, obviously, it sounds like thunder, at least mm -hmm. in the trees it does. But above, I can see that there's like a, a pattern to it that isn't conducive to thunder. So that might be why you're not finding the blooms, because it's not actually thundering. Maybe the sounds are just dissimilar enough to the flowers know. <laughs> and she sits on that and thinks for a minute, and she goes, Well, then what the hell is that sound? Well, is it, do you, 
I don't feel any like earthquake. Do you sense like an earthquake? No, I don't. But I did notice while I was looking around that there is a clearing off, off into the woods. Um, I saw the water. You you I saw a break it. in the trees and rushing water. Um, you can assume that a river is there. Oh, okay. It seems the river. There's a river nearby. And she goes, oh. Well, I wonder if your water theory. What if? What if we go and get some water and Check sprinkle it, it on them? On the bushes? On, yeah, to make them think it's raining. Oh, I thought it was the sound. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I've studied a bit of botany, but it's not like a huge. <laughs> I don't know how plants think. I know what they're good for. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Let's go. Okay. And she... Do, do you take the lead or do you let her? I'll go since I sort of know the direction. Okay. Um. Can you make an invest... Make e- investigation or nature check, whichever you would like to. Whichever makes more sense for you in the moment. Did you roll a nat 20? I did. What did you roll? Investigation? Investigation. Okay, 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 okay. Hot damn. Tee <laughs> Alright, let me just read you all my notes here. <laughs> um... While you guys are walking along, I will get to your natural 20 in just a moment. Um, But while you guys are walking along, Kara says, I wanted to say thank you for keeping an eye on the girl while I look for these wretched little flowers. Tiffany's a good girl, but I don't know why she feels the need to chatter so much. She's young. Fair. But the quiet's been nice. So, thank you. Anytime. I'll keep that in mind. (laughs) Seriously, I don't mind watching her. She's amusing to me. Amusing is a good word for her. (laughs) It's a very good word for her. (laughs) (sighs) All right. Um, Getting back to your natural 20... As you're walking through and you're kind of like, yeah, sure, it's fine. I don't mind watching the kid. It's great. Um, You pick up on um, another rumbling that doesn't mesh with the other, like the one that... (laughs) A different rumbling. It doesn't mesh with the overarching rumble that you picked up on when you poked your head up out of the trees. This one sounds closer. And a little faster. Okay. And as you guys approach the river, you get a look down at the water. And it looks gross. <laughs> it's dirty and gray. Mm. Like, not even brown. It's just gray. Yuck. And around the edges where it hits the bank... It foams a little bit. But 
as you come up to it around the bend coming up up against the stream is a boat that looks like a double-decked greek trireme so like it's got an upper deck where like people can generally be and then a lower deck down where the oarsmen are okay and on the upper deck of this is this like shoulder to shoulder crowd of people dancing and banging on drums and in the center of the boat is like a bonfire that like if you if you hadn't rolled this nat 20 here you would have thought that the boat itself was just on fire but it's very deliberately built in the middle of the boat and every few beats or so someone throws something into the fire and it changes color oh pretty Again, with your natural 20, goddamn. It's like, I don't have to make you roll any other things now. That just covers it. (laughs) As the boat comes closer and the sound of their drumming gets more and more visceral, like you can start feeling it in your chest, Mm -hmm. you take a look at the bushes and those little flowers are starting to open. Aww. Look. Kara. And I point. And she goes... Yes! (laughs) And she ignores the boat completely, dives for the bush, and starts picking every flower she can off of it. What do you want to do here? Help, I guess. Help her? You want to? Yeah. Okay. So she can have as many as possible. All right. You help her pick it. Um, The boat chugs along upriver. Do they notice us at all? Not particularly. They're very much involved in their own thing. Um, As they get a little bit closer, you start hearing the singing that comes along with the people having a party. And it's they're following an extremely good rhythm that you notice with your natural 20. (laughs) Matches the strokes of the oars completely. Exactly. Every single downbeat, the oars go down. And they are chugging along up river against the stream. The people on the top deck are using this bead for a party <laughs> and having a great time. Cool. And they just kind of chug along out of sight. Well, now we know where the the noise was coming from. And Kara should have plenty of flowers. She gathers an entire basketful and it's like brimming to the ribbing to the edges and she looks up at you with a happy happy grin and she says thank you so much i didn't do anything except lead us here but you're welcome if you hadn't come along with me i wouldn't have come out this direction at all probably i i probably just would have gotten back and yelled at erland about something (laughs) what is it with you two She's, she huffs uh, like a little laugh and she goes, she spits out brothers like a curse. I wouldn't know. What's that like? And she goes, exasperating is really the only word I have for them. Hmm. Just pondering this because, you know, as a quote unquote only child, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have any experience with exasperating brothers. Or sisters. Frankly, I have, you know, a few too many brothers. <laughs> you have more? 
Yeah. One of them's actually in Lake Point. And she gestures at your face and particularly at your eyes and says, he'll probably like you a lot. Okay. Uh, his name's Bruindall. He's just as exasperating as Aralond. But he'll like you. All right. Well, I look forward to meeting him. After a little bit of chit-chatting about her experience with being a sister, she looks over to you a little sheepishly and says, I'm really sorry you had to see that outburst. It's quite all right. I understand every now and then a human needs to vent, as they say. Yeah. I don't really have anyone to vent to. Oh. Anymore. <laughs> anymore. Uh, I assume... Well, I don't assume. I know. I freaking know uh, that my brother told you uh, what happened after the explosion. Yes. I probably shouldn't have gone quite so far from friends. And if you tell him I said that, I will kill you. And I can kill you. And she, like, looks deadly serious. I understand. Your secret is safe with me. Thanks. But in any when Erland is drunk, he doesn't shut himself down as well as he should. When he's drunk, his thoughts kind of wash over me when he's nearby. Can't really stop him. It's really freaking irritating. So I know he told you his side of the story. What he didn't tell you was that the whole thing, the whole thing, the whole killing of the only god in this world wasn't my idea. He and those other two assholes ran out of Sedelifest in the middle of the night and got themselves in trouble. And guess who had to come save them and then take care of them while they went on their little quest? I'm guessing it was you. Yeah. She sounds super bitter. (laughs) Those three assholes didn't know how to feed themselves. (laughs) So I got dragged along for the ride. And now God's dead. Super. Frankly, I think my time was better spent on the farm. Did you enjoy your time on the farm? Yeah. It was really good. Because you were away from your brothers? Because it was quiet. There weren't a million things to deal with every second of every day. (laughs) Just farm things. Just farm things. And they're so tiny. They're so tiny. Do you have any idea what goes into running a city? Uh, You know what goes into... I do have some idea, yes. (laughs) You know what goes into running 12 of them? That I do not. (laughs) I imagine it's quite a burden yeah I got tired (laughs) 
so I ran away to a farm. And now my brother makes it everyone's problem. How so? This sword that's gone missing, it's incredibly dangerous. When he came back and told me that he had gotten it sequestered away in Sedelefest, Baron Thor was happily being king and happily married to Thetalinda. It was supposed to be done. Everything's fine. One little thing goes wrong. Stupid freaking sword goes missing. And now everything's my problem again. <laughs> it's so tiring. Is there anything I can do to help? Can you make an insight check? 11. Okay. With an 11, you, you are very sincere in your offer to help, and she, she smiles and laughs a little bit and says, I really appreciate the offer, but there's centuries of baggage in all of this. And while she's speaking, you notice that you're very focused on her. You want to help. Sid wants to help. But you are, you're focused on her face, and you notice that the way her lips are moving doesn't match what you are hearing. The shape of her lips is not making the shape of the words you are hearing. And that distracts you a little bit from being able to offer more helpful suggestions for her. Mm-hmm. For those of you in the audio dimensions, Mommy's glaring at me. <laughs> no, I'm squinting. I'm watching your lips. <laughs> sure. Um, she shakes herself a little bit and says, Thank you again for letting me vent. I appreciate it. Thank you for helping take some of Tiffany off of my plate. It really helps. Well, I'm, I'm glad to. Thanks for listening to Dungeons and Daughters. Our world is created and brought to life by Shannon Romanski, and the show is edited and produced by Stephanie Romanski. If you're enjoying our story, please leave us a review on iTunes. It helps charge the black magic that runs Apple Podcast Charts and helps get new people to check us out. We'd love it if you dropped us a five-star rating and a few words telling us what you liked about the show. It's a quick and easy way to give us a little boost off the ground, and we will 100% read them over and over and love them. You can also join our community on Facebook or Twitter at dndaughterspod, that's D-N as in Narnia, Daughters Pod, for a heads up about new episodes, memes, behind-the-scenes photos, and more. 